0: Don't avoid the other children, don't play with dolls, don't be so sensitive, don't be a wilting wallflower. Don't doodle, don't dream, don't wrestle other boys, don't forget to shave, don't kiss male friends. Men don't love men. You certainly can't love more than one at once. The rules to a happy life are the same in South Wales as anywhere else. Happiness is boring, at least I think so. Contentment makes for the worst stories. Contented people live and die as though they never were. There is no imprint to be left by the contented. Now discontent is worth something. When we live among masses of those with whom we disagree, those we find abhorrent, that is when we fight to leave a mark. That is when we have something worth conveying. That was my life in South Wales so i avoided who i wanted i played with what i wished i was as sensitive as i needed to be i wilted and doodled and dreamed i wrestled whomever i felt like i didn't close shave anywhere but i hoped that people would kiss me and people would love me and that maybe there would be more than one at once at some point i was 25 and it was three nights after i'd been evicted I was standing outside a ratty cafe, which was the meeting place of the lesbians, watching passers-by trying not to slip or trip on the wet, cracked hazard of the pavement. I'd fallen over myself, twice in the past month, in fact, and I was smoking. Smoking is as much a cliché as pointed out that something is a cliché, and I don't enjoy it. I smoke for something to do with my hands. It makes me feel terrible claggy sensation in my mouth, the fatigue from the nicotine. If I'm home, I'd have some fruit after each cigarette just to feel a little better again. Lemons work the best. I am not good at smoking. I smoke as though I'm imitating someone smoking. Waiting for the lesbians was like that, something to do. Steph was the one I was waiting for. In a few minutes, she would come out of the special summer solstice women's meeting, looking for all the world like a pixie small and lithe with turquoise hair. There was a shriek of laughter somewhere inside. They would be finished soon. The fag smoke choked my throat, the wet Welsh mist bouncing from my face. Now and again the cackle of laughter from the lesbians inside cut through the cold air, which was brightly lit by neon signs. I actually liked the tacky glow of neon lighting. It did a lot to hide the crumbling faces of the buildings. I slumped against the wall and waited for the meeting to finish. No men allowed, not even queer men. It was a penis-free zone. Somebody stumbled by. A person in her thirties, head down against the elements, a tattered carrier bag in her hand. Ze didn't see me. Then someone else, thirty-four, hurrying past me into the building. Ze sees me and smiles. A young guy. Her eyes filled with tears, wiping the sleeve of her trendy jacket against the wince of her face, not noticing me. I ask her if she needs anything, but the roar of traffic and gush of wind drown me. A rough-looking hetero couple clamoured into me, cursing me, then resuming their rage toward each other, screamed as a public spectacle. Their hair was plastered to their faces with rain, their inexplicably bare arms soaking wet. Be aware I might be paraphrasing a little. You make me feel inadequate in my masculinity, and I find the thought of you finding other men sexually attractive threatening to an ego which was damaged by a hypermasculine, overbearing father. I retreat into a shrill media-based portrayal of hysterical womanhood as the only response I know to dealing with your insecure aggression. I'll screech over and over that I didn't sleep with anyone, protesting my innocence so I can resume my campaign of passive aggression against you, which I learnt both from school and my parents. I monitor the direction in which you cast your eyes when we're in public together, watching for any sign that you might find anyone else physically attractive. When I feel sufficiently justified in my fear-based rage, I shall shout at you and then attack the poor individual who played no part in the gradual and inevitable breakdown of our ridiculous relationship. I shall threaten to murder anyone who is foolhardy enough to endure orgasm with you, thus proving I am a man.